Hi, welcome to the Library Variety Show. I'm Alex Giorgio. And I'm barely Deb Minor. How are you, Deb? Great. <laughs> I'm great. Uh, do you want to tell everybody what we have going on today? So today we have Grace with us, who will be talking about, she is um, in the Education and Programming Department, and she's going to be talking about Explore a Story, which is an annual event um, celebrating children's books and all that goes with that. We are very happy to have her here today. I'm very happy to be here. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for joining us. So we always start with a check-in. Uh, <laughs> are you sure you want to check in yeah. with me today? <laughs> so, um, so I'll start with you, Deb. And Thanks, then we'll move Alex. on to Grace and Thanks. then me. What are you reading, watching, and doing? So I am currently reading The Hero of This Book by Elizabeth McCracken. And it's partially, it's fiction, but it's based on her life as well. But it's kind of a tribute to her mother. Her mother has died, and so she travels to London, which was one of her mother's favorite cities. And so she um, is kind of wandering the streets. She writes really well. Have you ever written, ever read anything by Elizabeth McCracken? She wrote The Giant's House. That was one of her first books. And it's about this kind of quirky librarian who befriends, um, he, he is 11 when he first starts coming into the library, he ends up being the tallest man. No, but uh, didn't, we talked about this. I swear we talked about this before. The Giant's House? Yeah. Maybe, I don't remember. With someone. I yeah, because I've read a couple of her books. I read Bowl Away was another title that she wrote in the last couple of years. But anyway, it's it's really good and she's she it's kind of a travel log as she's wandering the streets of London and pointing out different attractions that her mother loved and kind of reminiscing. It's real sweet actually. And then I just finished listening to I'm gonna look at the title before because I will forget. Um, it is. It's actually a um, children's book, The Insig Insignificant Events in the Life of a Cactus, written by Dusty Bowling. Um, the main character is a young girl, Avon, who, um, due to a genetic um, issue at birth, she's born without arms, and um, she finds out that she has to move to um, a new town, a new school, um, where she's had a lot of friends. She's from Kansas. She ends up moving to Scottsdale, Arizona, <clears throat> where her parents get a job um, kind of at this um, ranch um, amusement park kind of place. <laughs> <laughs> Which are you she, sure you're not talking about? No, it's an interesting combination. Yes. Yeah, so she's not very thrilled, of course, because she's kind of leaving the comfort and friends who have accepted her, and she's got to get to know um, new people. And so it's it's really good. I I got the title from my grandson, whose sixth grade class was reading it, 
and it's super sweet. She befriends um, a classmate who has Tourette syndrome, and um, anyway, it's really good. It's really good. That's what I just finished listening to. It's Do very you watch sweet. anything? Of course I watch things. What do you mean? <laughs> Anything I, of note. <laughs> I watched this um, movie on Hulu, uh, Rosaline, which is based on the book When You Were Mine by Rebecca Searle. It is a uh, young adult book. Um, it's about Rosaline, who is um, Juliet, uh, Romeo and Juliet's cousin, who... Um, finds out that Romeo is um, cheating on her with Juliet. <laughs> so it's kind of, um, it's pretty humorous, actually. It's real sweet. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 it's cute. It's a real cute movie. Sorry. And then I... I'll take your word for it. It is. It's it's cute. It's a it's a fun retelling. It's very funny and humorous. So. Anyway, I can tell you're really interested in what I'm watching. <laughs> I, and I finished watching the limited series on Netflix, The Watcher. I mm. couldn't get into it. Oh I my god! Just... It was. I remember when the article came out. Yeah, I kind of do too. About the. I mean, it's. I didn't particularly care for the characters and I was really disappointed at the end because I thought it was going to be a solved mystery and it is an unsolved mystery mm -hmm. and then there's all these things on the internet about it being a big hoax and that the family just were in over their head financially and so like Amityville yeah well but anyway it's nice to see Mia Farrow on TV again it was nice to see Mia Farrow that was fun that was kind of fun but I, I did not like the uh, family particularly that no. moved into the house. I probably would be sending them threatening letters as well. <laughs> right. To get out of there. <laughs> so, um, yeah, they were, there's nothing really likable. There was about nothing likable about them at all. And just kind of, they were there. They were there. They were way over their head. They shouldn't have bought the house to begin with. And how about that? Anyway, I was disappointed. Because it sounded good. I mean, it, it sounded, sound it sounded yeah. good. I thought it was going to be scary. Honestly, the last episode was the scariest one. Scary. Yes, I know. We differ on our definition of scary. Grace, okay, Grace. What are okay. you reading, watching, doing? Reading, watching, doing. Uh, I just started, I mean, like, not even done with the first chapter, a book that's called A Woman of No Importance by Sonia mm. Purnell. It's about uh, a woman who was a spy during World War II. And it's nonfiction. It's it's all true, but it's, it's told more in a story format. So uh -huh. for people who aren't big on nonfiction... I, I enjoy this kind of storytelling format. Yes, I do too. Um, it was recommended to me by my mom who got it from our cousin. So it's sort of passed through a couple different people who would be interested in that sort of thing. So I'm excited to read the rest of it. Um, watching currently airing, I have really enjoyed Abbott Elementary. Um, oh, again, my family I and I have watched, well. we've watched that together. Yes, so I've really been enjoying sweet. that. And then in terms, I'm re-watching The West Wing. 
Um, I I started rewatching it uh, last December when I was in isolation with COVID for the first time. Okay. And then I sort of got busy and fell out, and I realized how much I missed it. So I started rewatching that. Um, and then when I finish a season, I try and listen to the West Wing Weekly podcast, where oh, it's one okay. of the one of the podcasts where the actors watch the episode and tell you all the behind the scenes secrets oh, and everything. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I've been enjoying that. Um, have did not you been... see the HBO special? Yes. Oh, I, liked I did. It a lot. I liked that a lot. Yeah, have not been doing all too much as I am on crutches. So the doing has essentially been going home after work and, and finding a nice place to sit and be still. <laughs> and be still. Who's your favorite West Wing character? I always liked C.J. Craig. Yeah. Yeah. I always enjoyed C.J. Craig. The right amount of attitude and sass, but she was oftentimes one of the smartest people in the room of smart people, which I really admired and enjoyed in a job that sort of... I remember watching it. uh, I watched it when I was really young, the first go around. My parents loved the show. They wanted to show it to us. And it sort of gave me this sense of that's, that must be what politics is like. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to go into that field. And then the older you got, the more you sort of realize that was a, a very nice idea of what politics could be. But it's it, more it is like not. Veep. Yeah, it's much more like Veep. <laughs> exactly. Um, but I just always enjoyed her, her sass, but also incredible sense of knowledge and just the right amount of attitude. I really admired that. She's probably my second favorite. I really like Abby Bartlett. Abby Bartlett's a great character. Yeah. You know. I don't know that I've ever watched the West. I would highly recommend. It's would highly recommend. Abby Bartlett is Stockard Channing. Stockard Channing as the first lady. Yeah. 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 I mean, I've I know about it, Mm -hmm. but I've never. um, I can't honestly say I've ever watched. Yeah, I would highly recommend it. I watch silly shows, I guess. <laughs> well, <laughs> instead of <laughs> that's okay. Mm-hmm. Well, your uh, sweet movie on Hulu is probably not as sweet as the movie I watched. Oh. It's called The Black Phone, and it's about this man—the <laughs> horror <laughs> movie—kidnaps uh, children, and then uh, he kidnaps this kid, and the these other ghosts help the kid escape. Oh. That, that, was the one, sweet. that was the one that you wanted to see so a while back. Yeah. And we saw Nope instead. Yeah, we saw Nope instead of Black Phone, mm-hmm. which was a big no. Black Phone was good. Huh. Ethan Hawke is in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's one of the reasons why I wanted to see it. But we saw Nope instead. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. A decision we'll regret <laughs> till our dying days. No, I think that was The Blob. <laughs> I was told the blob had really witty dialogue. <laughs> okay, so the blob, the blob was a movie that I saw when I was a kid because okay. the the original came out like in the early '60s. But I mean, I saw it when I was I don't know how old I was even, but it scared the crap out of me. Uh-huh. So it was like the scariest movie I ever saw. We yeah, were, yeah. So, they had it uh, showing. I think it was Labor Day weekend, right? We went mm-hmm. and they had it showing. So we went, and we there were two other people in the theater, <laughs> and they left before it's a the good end indicator. of the movie. Yeah, <laughs> it was so bad. Yeah, it was so bad. It was, oh, there was boy. no clever dialogue. No There's hardly clever any dialogue. dialogue. No clever dialogue. And all the teenagers look like grown adults. Yeah, yep. and. 
Yeah. It the was. first scary scary movie I ever saw was Signs, and I saw it when I was young, oh, too. Yeah. So for a couple years, I firmly believed that to be the scariest movie in existence. And that then I watched scene, it though, as an adult. It really is kind of scary. That one scene. Yeah. Yes. It, when he's yeah, in the yeah, closet yeah. watching yeah. TV. Yeah. So it was like that. It, I believed it to be the scariest movie in existence for a mm-hmm. couple years. And then I rewatched it. And that scene holds up. That scene is scary. But that the rest scary. of the movie is much more palatable. Um, speaking of scary, I watched something that actually scared me. Okay. The new, well, the first two episodes of the new season of American Horror Story. Oh, oh I did. It gave me nightmares, yeah. Oh, wow. That's, um, that's... So far, there are no supernatural elements, and it's okay. very real, and it is oh, about gay men being murdered in New York City. Oh. Um, yeah. Very heavily inspired by the film Cruising. Oh, like very clearly okay, yeah. somebody read cruising or watched cruising Ooh. and then there's a book um last call that i think we've talked about before um because the guy who that that's about that's a true crime book um about these murders in new york city and the murderer <clears throat> was in the exorcist he was the uh lab technician oh. he was a real lab technician and then you know, years after the movie was made, they found out he was actually a serial killer. God, that's awful. Wow. Uh, so, wow. yeah. It's, that would be terrifying. It's very real. Um, very stark. Yeah. No witches. No Jessica yeah. Lang. Mm. That's a shame. No even Sarah Paulson. Wow. But Sandra Bernhard, so. Yeah. I don't know that I would watch it. I don't like things that are too realistic. I mean, I'm still going to watch it. Yeah. I'm going to be upset by it, but I'm still going to watch okay. it. Go, you go right ahead. I'm going to watch I'm me. I'm not going to stop you. <laughs> so, tell us about Explore Story. <laughs> Transition for the ages. Um, so Explore Story is one of our four signature events, mm-hmm. and uh, it's on November 12th this year. And our theme is space exploration, the solar system, sort of anything that falls under that umbrella. And the, the main part of the event is we have a performance of the book Interstellar Cinderella by Deborah Underwood. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Okay. By uh, the fish-off group Wind Sink. All one word, capital W, capital S. And they're going to give two performances, one in the morning, one in the afternoon, where they read the book and they play classical pieces at certain moments and they act out certain parts and it will be very fun. And then between performances slash throughout the day, we'll have meet and greets with the performers for people to come and say hello. We'll have the Notre Dame Rocket team is coming. The Aviation Association of Notre Dame is coming. And they're both going to put on just a little table of a STEM activity. And then we'll have a craft that we're providing. And we'll have a scavenger hunt in you services that is all space themed. And we'll have a smart box exhibit on the first floor there that will be space themed. So we're just sort of going to try and transform as many areas of the building as we can into some sort of element of early literacy and space and how we can tie those together. And then how long does this event last? We'll start the day with a story time by our very own Miss Sandy at 9.15. And the hope is that we'll have enough time for everyone to enjoy all of the pieces and activities. And we can wrap it up by about 4, 4.30 p.m. Give everyone enough time to 
wrap things up and clean up before the building actually closes. Wow. So will people have to register for any of the events? No one will have to register. Okay. Um, as long as the building is open, our activities will be running. That's so people cool. will be welcome to come through. We will be giving out um, booklets for the event that will have a schedule and a couple different activities and some suggested books uh, from our Reader's Advisory Committee and a few little kids' activities. So even if you just come through and pick up a booklet, you will still have participated in some of the things we have planned for the day. Cool. Sounds like a good family event. That was the goal. Yeah. Yeah. So will it all take place within the library or will it also be in the Community Learning Center as well? We are placing the performances in the auditorium of the Community Learning Center and our presenters and the the instrumentalists will be in the ballroom so that we can have all of that in one space so no one misses an activity Mm -hmm. but then as i mentioned we'll encourage people to go to the library proper with the youth services uh scavenger hunt and we'll have a couple displays about space books and other fractured fairy tales which interstellar cinderella is and so we'll sort of try and sprinkle some elements throughout the building so that people can get the best of both yeah that sounds like fun i hope so (laughs) very cool yeah Well, what's that look for? I thought you were going to ask questions. I thought you had a question. Uh, Do you believe that the U.S. uh, landed on the moon in 1969? (laughs) Do I personally believe the moon landing is real? (laughs) Yes. I, I will pretty firmly say I am not an expert in anything science related so no nor am i an expert in photoshop so i really don't feel like i can offer an informed opinion one way or another (laughs) i'd like to think we did but i feel like i have absolutely no personal knowledge that would like i can be an expert and say for sure yes or for sure no i believe we did i'd like to think we did otherwise that's a pretty important historical moment we've been faking for quite some time. But... We fake lots of historical <laughs> moments. So I'd like, to, I'd like to think yes, but I have absolutely no wow. solid fact to base that on. It's just, I think we did. What about you, Deb? <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. Ooh. I watched it happen. I was there. You were there on the moon. <laughs> I was there watching TV when it happened. I was at my aunt and uncle's house with my cousins, and we all gathered around the TV, and we watched it happen. There you go. Why do you keep giving me looks? She keeps giving me looks. <laughs> because I feel like you're not believing anything I say today. <laughs> Why would I not believe that? Of course, I believe we landed on the moon. Of course. Um, and I believe that Deb watched it on TV. There we go. Yeah. There you go. Two. I did. It was a very exciting event. Yeah. I remember that. It was pretty exciting. When we've seen some of the, I've been to the Air and Space Museum with yeah. the Smithsonian. Yeah. So you've so seen some of these things. And I'd like to think we must have landed on the moon because so many people worked hard to achieve each step in space exploration that it would be really quite sad if we just pretended that happened and sort of dismissed all of the work that know. had led us to we that point. We pretend a lot so of things. We do. I would just, I, I would like to think there's no way we did not land on the moon. I've never questioned it. Grace. Yeah. I've never questioned it. Because <laughs> I was there. So I'd like to think it happened. <laughs> 
Just to be clear, not on the moon, but yes. Okay. It'd be a pretty big story if you were actually on the moon yes, when be, the moon it? landing happened. Mm-hmm. Yes, and everyone would. That'd have to be a whole too. separate episode. I would think I'd so. Think. I think so. Wow. Well, um, she went to the moon to watch the blob. <laughs> well, little do you know. Mm-hmm. So, anything else exciting coming up? Oh boy. So let's see. Now that we've got most of the Explorer story planning done, ready mm-hmm. to go, dotted our I's, crossed our T's, um, we are starting to look forward to Science Alive in February. Oh, okay, so it which will is very be exciting. In February. It will be in February. We have decided February. Um, we picked one Saturday that we're okay. going to have it. I think we said the second Saturday. Yeah. Um, to give everyone a little bit more time post holidays to plan. Okay. Um, so we're starting to look forward to that. We've got our general interest application is live. And we're going to send it out to a couple of our contacts from the past Good. few years okay. so that people know we're, we're accepting offers. Um, you should do an offer about when you went to the moon. When you went to the moon. Yes. I would love the main stage Scientific show. Scientific evidence. Yeah. That would be a main stage show. Me. Yeah. Um, Pictures so, of my cousins yeah. and I. <laughs> On the moon. Yeah. Um, so uh, we're starting that. And uh, just throughout... The year, every once in a while, start checking in on the next signature events. It takes a couple months to plan, so the process starts pretty early. And uh, in between then, we've got, we're just opening a new gallery exhibit tomorrow. Um, The first half of it is installed. The second half will come in December. So that's going to officially open tomorrow evening. And And what is that? That is, the exhibit is called Undesign the Red Line. So it's all about redlining. Mm -hmm. And there's there's some general information about redlining. And then we have some specific information to South Bend and St. Joe County. That's a partnership we have with the city of South Bend and a group called Design the We, who actually makes the exhibit and and sends it to us. So we have an opening tomorrow where we're going to do a walkthrough. And then there's an option for dinner and conversation about the exhibit. Mm, Okay. And so that first half will be up. That will be in the past by the time you're listening to this. (laughs) Yes, October 26th is the opening. So whenever you're listening to this, it probably has already happened. And then we'll have the second half of the exhibit. exhibit Yeah, so the second half of the exhibit shows up in December, somewhere between the 13th and the 15th. We'll open for the second half. Then the whole shebang is going to stay up there in the gallery until early January. Okay. Yeah. So... What's where will the photo exhibit be then? So the photo exhibit is going to have to move time-wise. So we're going to shift the Life in Michiana photo contest. Submissions will be accepted later. Um, this exhibit change oh, came sort of last minute. Okay. So at the last minute, we had to bump a couple things, gotcha. um, which is fortunate because I run the gallery and the Life in Michiana photo contest. So I just had to check with myself if that was something wow, I could do. Okay. But oh, I um, didn't realize you were also in charge of that. Yes. Wow, that's so, a lot. Uh, and so, can you tell everybody where the gallery is? Yes. The gallery is on the second floor of the library. If you're mm-hmm. looking at the customer service desk, as in you've just exited the elevator or come up the stairs, it's to your right. And you'll see it because we have some pretty big boards in the hallway okay. leading into the gallery space. So it's hard to miss. But there it is. And it's open as long as the library is open. Okay. And so we will hopefully have, after the evening of the 25th, we'll have some staff members maybe trained on 
how to walk through the exhibit and understand what the exhibit is about and have a couple questions and answers ready. So people should be more than welcome to walk on through and ask some questions. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Because I think someone from our department, Shannon. Yes, Shannon is going to the training tonight. Yep. Okay, cool. Good. That's awesome. And Shannon's going to be on the show soon. Hopefully. Look at that. She is hopefully next week. Hopefully. Hopefully, yes. In the near Shannon future. Shannon said she would never be on our show. Oh, she's all excited. She's very prepared. Good. Ooh. Yeah, she's all excited. Well, we got to come up now. with some hard questions. Yeah, hard hitting questions. Do because she is writing things down. I I'm would definitely. Ask her about the moon landing. I was going to say I would definitely start with the moon landing. Yeah, I think we're going to have to start every episode with. Yeah, pull your guests. I want to hear because I think the important thing is I want to hear who doesn't believe yeah. we landed on the moon. Or perhaps, I would like to chat with yeah. them. Just out of curiosity. Yeah. We, we could also include other historic events as well. Yeah. Yeah. And Start asking about historic mm-hmm. events. Mm-hmm. We just, we were talking about history because we had a couple people at a Cops and Goblins, uh, like, candy giveaway event mm-hmm. the other mm-hmm. day. And they talked to 1,876 people. And we mentioned, I wonder what happened in 1876. So we just Googled things that happened in 1876. Uh, okay. The American Library Association was founded. Yeah. That was a good year. The now, more you know. Do you believe the 1870s actually <laughs> happened? The entire decade? We have no evidence other than the fact that the I American Library Association from... still exists and the telephone still exists. These are and... all things that could easily be faked. <laughs> Telephones could be fake. I believe we went from... Uh, 1869 to... <laughs> 1890? 1880. 1880. Yeah. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> You're making me question everything in my life. My entire existence now. Did it really happen? Did I don't it? know. I don't know. We don't know, do we? Oh, we'll just... have to ask Shannon. <laughs> we'll have to ask... Shannon will know. Shannon, Shannon holds all the answers. Will know. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. Well, we have a fancy new email address. Whoa. We do. That's right. We do. So I hope that everybody starts emailing us now. It is podcast at sjcpl.org. And we will be taking down the Instagram page soon. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're going to have some other ways to communicate Right. Um, but send us emails, again, podcast at sjcpl.org. Please send us emails. And ask us questions. It'll come to Deb and I. <laughs> um, and then I'll have to ask Deb if she really believed the email came. <laughs> yeah, we never know. No, we never do, do we? Okay. So. <laughs> this has been an alarmingly existential wow. discussion. Yeah, I'm, I don't even know what to say anymore <laughs> about anything so thank you for being our guest <laughs> thank you for thank having you. me thank you um, very much thank you for listening send us emails yeah um ask us anything and we will talk to you soon yeah we'll see you later thanks bye bye <laughs> The views expressed in this podcast are solely those of the hosts and or guests and are constantly evolving. They do not reflect the views of the St. Joseph County Public Library, its board of directors, or its administration.